Hello and welcome to Southwest News Media Sports Podcast, Sports for Dummies. I'm Eric Crusher with Dan Huss and Tom Chardon. Todd Ablin is out this week. For the week of May 10th, 2019, we're talking about coach reshuffling, the Kentucky Derby, and high school wrap-up. We've also got Crusher's Tweet of the Week and our favorite sports moments from the last week. Alright boys, you've got one of the most attractive jobs in 2019-2020 in boys basketball and you leave. Why do you think, I'll, I'll get to the bottom of this so he'll give me something. Bryce Tesdall, <laughs> Bryce Tesdall, former New Prague, former East Ridge, now Minnetonka boys basketball coach. Two splashes in like a week for Minnetonka. Bryce Tesdall, just uh, uh, 20 plus wins the last two years, took Eastridge to the state tournament for the first time last year. They got fourth, has arguably two of the top 10 players in the state of Minnesota, Ben Carlson and Kendall Brown. Bolts for Minnetonka. Dan takes money. It's got to be money. I mean, well, the doctor loves to hand out money over in Minnetonka, as I've heard. With some high attractive positions. Well, I mean, look at the the positions. Some of the coaches. I mean, uh, a lot of them have come with assistant principal positions and things like that. I mean, I think that's how they got uh, twangy in baseball. Go back farther. I think there was something like that for Dave Nelson in football. Yeah. And, and now you've got. Rumor has it that this is the same thing in basketball. Hall monitor assistant. <laughs> Well, I think that's what Chris Carr was. Assistant to the assistant to the assistant dean? <laughs> Something like that. I mean, I, the... Bus driver coordinator? Assistant. I mean, you're, you're going from a really, you know, what looks like a good district and a great team mm-hmm. to a, another really good district yeah. and a rebuilding team. Yeah, and I mean, they, the last couple of years have been kind of a struggle for Minnetonka. Um... Uh, Two years ago, they had some talent coming back for this year, and two kids transferred to Hopkins, back to Hopkins, and, and Deering and Stafford. And so, um, you know, we Dan and I talked. The last two hires just didn't work out. You know, obvious reasons with Chris Carr, and then Ryan Freeberg comes in. He had a college coaching background. It just didn't work out for whatever reason, his style or whatever. So Minnetonka kind of needed to make a splash, and... Pulling in, you know, the, the young, you know, hot commodity in, in boys' basketball. I mean, he led New Prague to two 20-win seasons, Wright County Conference champions. Um, then he goes to East Ridge, and they've set records. I mean, they had amazing talent. I, uh, I heard his name before, you know, the first time. Sure. Two years ago. Yeah. Well, that would have, yeah, it was good timing, but it uh, never came to fruition. But... Um, one other note, his brother is an assistant coach at Hopkins High School, so maybe it's, hey, I mean, coaches look at it and they go, do I, I mean, this is my opportunity to coach in the late conference, and if you want to maybe go to the next level and do something, late conference looks really good on your resume with Hopkins and, and stuff, so. State tournaments look better. Yeah, it just, it, to me, it's. It's easier to get there at Eastridge than it is going to be at Minnetonka in that section. Yeah, I mean, you're dealing with Crete and Aaron Hall over there, over here. Okay. You know, Minnetonka, he's got to get through Eden Prairie. And it's not, I mean, he's not, he's not taking this position for next year. 
Um, you know, but you're right. It's going to be tougher to get the stage, but that's why I, I don't think he's got it, ties here over there. All right, we'll find out. I I just saw a quick comment. Just said he was excited to, you know, be a part of Minnetonka basketball and stuff. But you know, I yeah, I just think that I think kind of a combination. I think it's like conference. It's got to be. I mean, there's got to be a nice bump in pay or something. But um, interesting. I mean, just interesting. When you leave a team like he had, I think yeah. what that's what makes it really interesting. I mean, they're a top three team, for sure. How many apple? They're coming with. How many applicants does East Ridge High School get for for that job? I mean, you get Ben Carlson, who's you know, I mean, an elite player. Kendall Brown's, uh, I think, still only a sophomore this year, so you get him for for two more years. Um, yeah, they. Be a fun position to walk into if you're uh, your coach at Eastridge, but you know I just think that coaches. I mean we and we had also talked about it. yesterday was announced that the Lakeville North coach is now the new head boys uh, hockey coach at St. Thomas Academy, and um, you know sometimes sometimes you're going because the grass is greener. Sometimes you know there's just other there's other there are other things and St. You know St. Thomas is traditional. Hockey. That's probably power. an easier path. He doesn't have to beat Lakeville South now. He's just got to beat nobody else. But there's Coach always Mon. there's always some main reason that a yeah. coach isn't going to tell you no. necessarily. Parent. I mean, it might be close to a parent. So or or yeah, you know, you, So you want your kids to go. Hasn't Lakeville South won the last couple over there and won? Yeah, and then, I mean, maybe, maybe Lakeville, like, I guess Lakeville South. Oh, I think Lakeville South. Lakeville won South won this year. Yeah. Uh, the year before, yeah, right? Lakeville North's kind of, I don't know. What I've heard is that there was this run of, you know, all the great athletes were going to North, and now South is starting to pick up some momentum again. Um, I think football. we talked. Not in football. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, what do you mean? They won, like, four games this year. They they were they were yeah, much. The state, they made state quarterfinals. state quarterfinals, Lakeville South did. They played better at the North won the state I get it, but. <laughs> Not comparing them, but South has had momentum. Not not comparing them with North, just North, but there's been momentum. You know, all the growth in Lakeville right now is in that South half. So, um, you know, I think that sometimes it can be, I don't like what's coming up in our feedier programs or whatever, and writing's on the wall. But but th- those are the things that coach will never say. No, no, absolutely not. But it is a big part of the decision. So, yeah, it'll be... I mean, for Minnetonka, now you have Cassano, and now you got Tezdal, and those are two, you know, established names. So, who's uh, there's a lot of openings in my area for Chaska, Chanas, and area for for coaches. We'll see if we'll see if District One Two uh, One One Two can uh, have any splashes in the time being. But as we talked about, sometimes there's only one or two applicants for these jobs, guys. So, it's interesting. Any openings in your guys' area? Didn't they just didn't Prior Lake just hire hey, hey, Ethan Walker as the girls' basketball coach? Okay, he's an assistant. State was assistant last year. He coached at Burnsville and Denfeld. Shock if he just officially hired. I don't think Prior Burns their boys hired hockey the girls coach. hockey coach yet. At least That's they haven't quick. announced it. I mean, Chaska Chan's had one open for like two months, and they haven't announced anything. So, girls hockey is a tough one to find. They're almost begging people to, to come in and coach. Too long of a season. Too long of a season? Too long of a season. Girls hockey starts in October. 
and okay. gets done in middle mid to end February. Mid early February. Well, for some teams, not even Prairie. Plus, plus you've got summer program. I mean, it's it's, it's a, a long it's a long full time job. It's a long season. Any winter sport is a long yeah, season when you have to. Full-time. You know how you got the NFL? It's you know, there's no off season in the NFL. It's like that in football now too. Oh yeah, you've got summer programs, seven on seven weightlifting programs. Film. You don't think these coaches are watching? constant film with juniors and it's a full-time job now for some of these students to play football topic number two kentucky derby guys you know ironic that opening oh secretary (laughs) i think uh was show right uh canterbury park opened uh last weekend for a couple runs and uh down in kentucky we had the controversy any of you guys watch it? Yeah. I, I, th- I mean, I think it's gotten to be like a lot of the other sports. I mean, look what how it was decided, basically, by instant replay. You know, they go back yeah. and, and make a decision after the fact. I mean, that happens. Yeah. That's happening all the time now. If you really wanted the good analogy or good analysis on um, the Kentucky Derby, you had to watch the Weather Channel. Oh, really? Weather Channel had a jockey on there that talked. Well, they asked him, "You think the decision was good?" And the jockey said, "Yes." But then he said the weather played a significant factor with the mud because horses see things all over the place. Well, they they said it was scared by a puddle. <laughs> well, not only that, the puddle distorted. That's what the jockey said. Distorted what the what the um, horse was seeing. Was seeing, so he moved. Because of the puddle, and just you know, they they pick up everything. They can pick up stuff all over the place. So the jockey was saying the jockey, this other jockey was the jockey was doing the right thing. He thinks the horse was yes, yeah, somewhat distracted by the puddle, but saw something in the puddle that made him move. <coughs> so the Weather Channel is claiming that weather was the deciding factor. So you're telling me he saw a reflection of another horse. Something the horse's that... visions are incredible how much they can see, and so he he said that. He might have saw that, and it might have, the puddle might have distorted what he saw, and so he moved over into that path of that other horse, even though it wouldn't have made a difference, even if he did or not. That's what the Weather Channel was saying. Yeah. The Kentucky Derby guy was saying, or the, the the jockey was saying, it's hard. I but he agreed with the decision because yeah, you, you can't can. you can't cut off yeah. A, yeah. another can't horse. But you can ima- can you imagine if Three or four horses went down, and they had to you know, put them down after the fat. I mean, that would have been. Yeah, I mean, I don't know anything about racing other than you know mint juleps and I was wearing my big bonnets. Hat. Yeah, my bonnet. <laughs> I was actually at uh, Shram House, you know, the newest brewery in the area. We'd love you if you sponsor us. Uh, you know, having a beer in between some things and watching it. And as I was watching it, I, you couldn't hear anything because you're you know in a place. And it just looked like the, I thought the horse lost its footing because, as you said, it was really muddy. The weather of the Kentucky Derby has been terrible the last couple of years. You know, and then you watch it, though, and you listen to the people who actually know stuff about horses and, um, you know, in racing, and they were perplexed at why he, if, you know, if the jockey did this, they were perplexed why he would attempt that because it would. You know, yeah, one anyway. Yeah, he, he yeah, and and well, the fact is that you should you wouldn't get a uh, get away with that. But the funny thing is, 
the stewards on the racetrack didn't didn't call for the the, the you know the replay. It was another jockey that did it, you know. And so that's that's the thing is, if you're a steward at a, at a big race, it's like okay, like hockey, the controversy with the the, the major penalty. You know, you gotta you gotta call it like you see it, whether it you know whether it changes the outcome of a game or not. You gotta call it. And clearly, the race officials had to wait until a jockey protested. Which is Weather Channel. Weather Channel. I like my dad watches the Weather Channel all the time. I all like the Weather long. Channel. Yeah, it's the same stuff over and over. But well, not when there's severe weather. Jim Cantor standing in the thunder snow. <laughs> So, he's in every blizzard or he's in every hurricane. He, I think he just wants to stand in the eye. Are you guys excited for the Preakness? No. Wait, because the winning horse from from Kentucky Derby. It's not racing. Not racing. The one that got disqualified is not racing. The original horse has breathing problems and it's probably done. Omaha Road or something. So I can enter So there's... <laughs> There's let's bring in some horses from Canterbury to race this one. But time. I mean, is it all is it to the point where if you can't win a triple crown, nobody's interested in racing it? There yeah. you go. I, I, I don't know, and it you know, it's just one of those things. Or it's a sport that people care about one day of the year. Most people, sometimes two, and if you win the first, uh, you know, first horse wins the first two, then they all care about the Belmont Stakes. But uh, kind of just a weird, I mean, that's the first time in history it's ever happened. So uh, a winner's been disqualified. So probably not a great thing for, for the Preakness and, and Belmont uh, for that to have happened. So, Well, you know, it's kind of piling on top of all the horse issues they've had at other tracks around yeah. the country. Oh, yeah, Santa Anita, it yeah. Has not been a no, good not. year for no. uh, horse racing. But make sure you get out to Canterbury Park because we'd love them to sponsor us as well. We're, we're big fans, family-friendly. Good time. Say hi to PA. All right, topic. He's, he's hey, I'm trying to get us a sponsor. Of course he's there. Well, you didn't get Eastridge, that's for sure. <laughs> topic number three. Let's just do a sports wrap-up. All right, so tennis. We already know Arno's going to win our section. Section two. Eden Prairie, though. Eden, Eden Prairie, Prairie gave him a little cra- run. Could've Eden Prairie run. cracked into the top ten this week. They replaced the nine of I mean, that's the same ten teams every year. So yeah. who did they replace, Egan or Minnetonka? Probably Minnetonka. They yeah. just beat Minnetonka. They, 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 I think Egan, got two wins. Egan, went out. Egan fell out. You see, I don't even need to look at the rankings. And I can tell you who's nine and ten every year. Well, Moundsview went up to one, though. Well, because they won. They, they beat, beat Edina in the Edina Invitational last week. 4-3. Edina is... Edina had somebody missing for sure. I was told. But. Yeah, prom and stuff like that. It's like Blake. Blake forfeited their last match because of something. But okay, so Eden Prairie and Orno in the t- well, well, look like the top two teams. Uh, big conference races. Have we reached that point where you guys have? I mean, a late conference is a why is that is beating everybody, but Chaska last night. In baseball. In baseball. They've beaten Minnetonka. They've beaten yeah. I mean, going into this week, Edina was seven and four, Minnetonka six and five, and yeah. Eden Prairie six and four. And then Eden Prairie just lost eight to nothing to Edina yesterday. I mean, they're all just jumbled together. There's not a great team. Uh, so what's the section going to look like? Because Prior Lake's Jum- got six losses. Or you five could or six th- losses. you can you could throw 
outside of Bloomington Jefferson. And Shock, I mean, Shock done you could you could throw the other six names in a hat and pull them out right now. There is nothing. I mean, Chaska's got some really nice wins. I mean, they beat Wyzetta last night. Um, so in, in ten innings, Chaska and Chan, kind of fun thing. They they play each other because of the rain out or snow out or flood out. Uh, they're gonna play uh, a split doubleheader on Saturday. So one o'clock at Athletic Park, and then six o'clock up at Chanhassen High School. So two games, and uh, unless we get two inches of rain, yeah, then Chas- then then <laughs> Athletic Park will be underwater again, and we'll, August because they've played they have they've yet to play a home game at Athletic Park in Chaska. It was supposed to be today, that ain't happening. Wednesday, sorry. Uh, so it might be Friday or Saturday. So I see the softball. Um, is Chan Chan or Jefferson lost to Chan, but then they turned around and got beat by Kennedy. No, Jefferson beat Chan. Right. And then they beat Kennedy, beat him fifteen nothing. Really? Uh, well, maybe that was the Jefferson ball. lost to they've lost to they've lost to somebody. They it Chan, it's I mean Chan Chan, Chan I think can hit the heck out of the ball. So right and now Chan are the top two seeds. Is, is Eden Prairie got probably. a say in there? You know, they're they're going to be the late conference champs. Or Eden Prairie is six and zero in the the late. I mean, they'll probably be a four seed. I would Who's guess. Who's the three then? Jefferson. Jefferson probably. Probably. Eden Prairie but four. Jefferson's really not that good either. I mean, no, no, no offense to the Jaguars, but they're it's not as good of a team as past years. It's a good storm team, probably but right now five. they don't have a defense. Minnetonka six. Yeah, Minnetonka beat Chaska. Chaska Didn't Tonka just beat Edina yesterday? Burnsville's not in that section. Oh, yeah, they are. God, it's a one outlier. Fix that, too. Burnsville's not in Section 2 in anything else anymore. Except for boys hockey. Boys hockey. They yeah. used to be in basketball. Okay, used to. Well, used just to. A couple, right before the last couple, they before they before they redid it, they'll probably move their girls' soccer. They were over there, too. Yeah. Bring Edina back, and then six will be in the wager. Well, it all depends on the size of the sports, though. Changes the model. I... <laughs> Who's going to win that section? Prior Lake's been had some good wins lately. Shakabee. Shakabee can hit. Shakabee can hit plus pitch. Uh, you, don't, you don't trust the Chan? The Storm? I, to be frank, uh, Joe Finiati is, is the best coach of the bunch. So I trust I trust uh, coaching. In, I mean, softball is such a, a game that you have to, in these tight games, you can't just rely on on your big boppers at home run. You gotta, there's gotta be actual things happening in the game. Bunts, doing things, you know, and um, in softball I see it a lot, you know. Eden Prairie. These girls are being coached by club coaches <clears throat> and so the high school coaches just fill out a lineup and that's it. So, Eden Prairie had that it. exact thing happen to him on, on Monday. It was one-to-one in the sixth inning with Edina. They get a, a girl that makes it to first on a bad throw and the coach calls in a pinch runner from across the on JV game from the JV game oh, yeah. and this girl a freshman she gets in there and they're gonna sacrifice bunt the bunt it's a per it's a nice bunt and the girl from first saw that nobody was covering third and just on her own Advanced to third, and she scored the winning run on a sacrifice fly the next back. Wait, so the courtesy runner actually worked in this situation? Yes. How you know many times I've seen a courtesy runner picked off? Oh, yeah. Because they're not in the, the flow of the game. They have no clue what they're doing out there. And, and then they get, because, oh. this This girl on the on the sacrifice bun attempt, she didn't, she just 
rounded second. She didn't even stop at second. She just saw somebody wasn't covering you know, third. You know who that girl should thank? Her 10U and 12U coaches. Somebody along the way. You, right? Well, I didn't coach in Eden Prairie, but and then I, had the B, I, I had the B team in Egan, so uh, but as, nobody as played. A, as a coach, okay, here's, here's the big thing. Here's the, here's the interesting topic that I find interesting. What are you teaching? What is... What are you teaching? What are these coaches, whether you're in club or high school? I know a lot of them high school. Sure. What are you teaching? Are you teaching knob to the ball? Knob to the ball? That's a, that's a big oh, thing. Okay. Knob to With, the ball, the baseball? Are you um, a bat path launch angle guy? Ooh, yeah. Um, it used to be the pull down method. You were pulling down. That You can't do that anymore. So That's still being taught at the high school levels. Yeah, By I know. It's by the old coaches. coaches. Yeah, I think a lot of it's just whoever, whatever you're comfortable with. I mean, you can try to, you can try to. There's teach. not a good major league hitter that 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 goes knob to the well, ball. Well, go ask Hafner. Matt Hafner's outside of John Cheetah, the, the women's coach at St. Thomas. Nobody knows more about hitting right it, now than than Matt Hafner, probably like softball coach. It's it's funny that um, forty dollars an hour he'll tell you. You watch major league. MLB Network or some of these guys, and they have some guys like Pujols on there who's talking hitting, and Pujols talking knob to the ball. But then you analyze a swing, it's the exact opposite. Yeah. That's what they're told, but that's what they do not do. You watch somebody like Christian Yelich hit the ball, and his bat is in the zone, way back here, slightly up all the way, and he's one of the best hitters in the big leagues. Tony Gwynn, old school, Knob to the ball kind of guy. Down. Ted Williams back in the day, it was the originator up into the zone. Bat path, long bat path. None of this, none of this right here, this your hands right here by your face and chopping down knob to the ball. It's fascinating because you get a lot of, you know, as somebody who's helping coach Ted do baseball, and I listen to a lot of these coaches, you know, you know, get short to the ball, get knob to the ball, keep that front shoulder in, all that that garbage and then you watch videos a good guy on YouTube is Antonelli Antonelli baseball Antonelli played professional ball sure. all that path but you think I mean a, a 15 year old or a 50 pound 10 year old is gonna hit the ball the same way as a it's not, 200 it's not pound about, major leaguer it's not about how hard you hit the ball bat path. people confuse launch angle with with if you're swinging up, how much you're swinging up. Launch angle is just basically getting on plane with, the launch angle is actually how the ball comes off your bat, how the angle, positive, negative, zero for line drives. Bat path is getting the plane, which is more the correct thing, is getting the bat on the plane of the pitch. The pitch is coming down, the bat is going slightly up. If the pitch is coming down and the bat is going down, the window of hitting decreases. But every time you bring up launch angle, it freaks everybody out. Oh, you're just swinging up on the ball. No, I'm trying to get on playing with the pitch. It's fascinating. Watch Antonelli baseball. He talks about all the time this guy was a, you know, he was a number one draft pick, played in the big leagues with the Rays, and now he's a coach. But knob to the ball. But kids, but that's what kids are being taught to get to the knob to the ball. And, you know, uh, the, the window of hitting closes really fast, and they get out on their front foot. Whereas the bat path, even if you're late, you still have a chance to hit the ball. And to me, it's fascinating because 
Lee's on a, a team, my son, who's on a team with one of the high school coaches from Bloomington. He, he's a knob-to-the-ball kind of guy. Me, I'm trying to teach Lee how to get the bat into the zone as long as possible. I just buy him a juice bat. You don't you know, have to worry USA about that. Bats. But it's fascinating. <laughs> I would, that would be interesting to get if we can, in future, is to get somebody yeah. like maybe like Hafner on here and find out what what is being taught in clubs yeah. by younger people and then what some of these old school, I'm not saying Hafner's old school, but some of these old school teachers are teaching hitting to some of these high school kids. But a, a lot of high school coaches, though, they say the season. I mean, the season's too short to change they a golf swing don't. or a tennis swing or a. They don't. They hit ground balls to your shortstop, and she throws it across the first base. I mean, that's what that's what they do. Like they, there's no there's no pitching. You don't talk to a pitcher. You just you know, whatever you've been taught is what you do. Well, they all got they, their own personalized coaches. Correct, there. and that's so that's what you know. Hafner is in a different situation. He also you know is a year round type you know instructor and coach. But a lot of these guys are, a lot of these guys, gals, don't, they don't, they don't, they don't, you know, unless there's like, okay, you're doing this really wrong, they don't really try to switch things because people pay a lot of money on their club teams to, for the coaches on those teams to do it. So, but interesting. Bring it up with Hafner. Let's get him on. Get him on the same time as Reed's. Let's get him on the same time as everybody. Croucher's two of the week. What do you got? You got nothing really. Come on. I, I thought I'd give a little sappiness last night. Yeah, but that was, I mean... It wasn't, it wasn't prime time, I know. What on earth? I, I kind of like... Oh, that one, all right, well, whatever. That's a Mother's Day have you Have you done the poll yet? The Costco Sam's Club poll? You it's only pick. 55 votes in. It's 55 votes in. And Crosher's trying to figure out if he should go to Sam's Club or Costco. Well, Trust. guys, don't ruin my wife's Mother's Day gift. Maybe she's listening. I doubt that. She's, <laughs> um... So he's on Help Me Out Folks Mother's Day gift. Which do you prefer and why? Sam's is closer to our house and $15 cheaper. Costco seems to be trendier with families. So he's trying to get his wife a membership to Costco. I don't know how that's not real romantic, but... We're going to the Twins game. We're on the second uh, It's better the than second a vacuum row. cleaner. It's better than a vacuum cleaner. That's My favorite is that... Well, maybe you can buy the vacuum cleaner at Costco. We already, got, we already got one of those and a carpet cleaner. And Costco might have better hot dogs. Uh, that's what my father-in-law said. Is you can take her to lunch. Sometimes him and my, <laughs> and my mother-in-law will go after work and get a and get a hot dog at uh, at Costco, and the Costco hot dogs and pizzas apparently are pretty solid. That's well, what you life can just comes walk to, through folks. and get the free samples. Does Sam's but Sam's Club has samples on the weekends. Does Sam's Club have tire and all that stuff? Yes, Sam's Club does. Does Costco have liquors? I have no idea. Not in Eden Prairie. They we'd love them to be our sponsor as well. Um, no, I. I I, everyone's kind of like splitting me on this one, so I don't want to. I don't. It's a year membership. I don't want. Don't this is a, that up. this is a big one, guys. So <laughs> I thought year. I'd throw it out to the forty-four hundred dollars or something like that for the year. Sixty for Costco, fifteen dollars more uh, for a whole year. For a whole year, you'll make it up though in savings. It says. You My wife will spend. We'll have food. We'll have a hundred <laughs> coffee pods and we'll drink ten of them. Uh, you'll buy. Uh, You'll buy like a big thing of uh, granola bars, and a day later you'll find out your two boys have eaten half the box in a day and a half. <laughs> That's my daughter. And then yeah, the she other loves half, the snacks. And then your other your daughters have got the rest of them down. And then you'll be like, sixty bars are gone in two days. <laughs> if you just put them high enough, three and five year olds can't grab them. Uh, they'll get to them. 
favorite moments of the week or some better name for it, this segment. Well, I was, I was for Eden Prairie Softball, I was going to name uh, Priya Wolf, who made that uh, smart base running move. You know, we talk about uh, softball IQ or mm-hmm. baseball IQ all the time, yep. and she had it as a freshman. But I'm Not going anymore. to... I'm going to go, since we already talked about it, I'm going to go with uh, Eden Prairie pitcher Abby Saylor, who has uh, pitched Eden Prairie to what looks like a late conference championship. She's Eden Prairie 6-0, and and the, through the first four games of the conference, she hadn't allowed more than four hits. And Eden Prairie's pitching wasn't necessarily at strength at the beginning of the year, but she's proved more than formidable so far. Tom, you got anything from here? No. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll talk. You can keep thinking. <laughs> you got to come up with something. Uh, anytime I see scores in the 60s in golf, and if it's not at, like, Dewan Golf Club or something, uh, you know, a couple kids from, from Chaska, uh, Chaska shot 68, I think 69 from Jack Johnson out at Ridges. It's a pretty good golf course to shoot 69 the other day. Uh, Davis Johnson also shot a 68 recently for Chaska. So there's not, I mean, we had a 66 last year, 64, 66, 64 from Lincoln Johnson, who from Chaska, who's uh, playing at the Gophers. But a couple, couple, couple scores in the 60s, uh, pretty darn good. Uh, probably like boys track team won the section true team back to state, I think, for their fifth year in a row. Dominate section three. Great. Good job. Where are you going? Will we see you at that Stillwater High School? No chance. <laughs> Friday night at Stillwater. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, generally, because they used to be on Saturday, and then would run in with proms, and Minnetonka would have half a girls team there. Yeah, so. Prom still works on Friday for those women. They don't want to, they need to get ready. Good point. You're right. There is, there is hair to be done, and... I don't know what else. It's been 20 <laughs> years since I graduated high school. I bought my talk. I got my rent my tux two days before the Mall of America. Who was the um, guy that just got fired as a Timberwolves GM? Well, he didn't get fired. Who was it? They didn't have a so they Scott didn't Lane, have a Scott, they didn't have a president of bas- basketball operations. Tom Thibodeau. Thibodeau is that Thibodeau, the hardest Thibodeau. job now, right now in Minnesota? Is the Timberwolves GM? Hmm. Minnesota sport, maybe. What's harder than yeah? Whoever's hard? running the Min Lars program that's uh, <laughs> that's going away, that guy or gal, it's the driver's licensing that the governor just sport? said. Major sport. Okay. How would you like to have that job? You walk in there, and anyway. You, you look at Wiggins' rules. contract, and you just oh, go yeah. and you leave. How about the Wild GM? That's not that. Well, much he's got good. money to spend this year. I told he doesn't have Wiggins' contract. He doesn't have Wiggins' contract. He's got contract. Suter and Parisi. Yeah, but they're still they they traded all those guys, so they have money. I like the new GM when he said we're gonna try to get the Timberwolves playing uh, modern basketball again. <laughs> what does that mean? I don't threes. know. Probably what Houston so, does. Yeah, threes. We're gonna take some threes. Well, we don't shoot threes at Timberwolves. They have nobody who can shoot a three. So that. that's that's the uh, crux of the. Oh, he just stripped. He, it all he said all the right things on uh, Dan Barrero's show. I'm doing it for the money. Yeah, pretty much, and loves loves Minnesota. Wants to raise his family, so. 
but we're Garrison Gerson, Gerson Rosa. Did he add to it? But we have no chance to win because we have Wiggins' contract on our team. Well, no, he said that you know we're gonna do everything possible to try make... to trade him. <laughs> well, you can't say that. They really like him. He really likes him. He scouted him back in the day. He would take he would take anything for for Wiggins off the contract off the books. Guaranteed. Because oh you I mean you just yeah. I trade bag of chips. Gotta get at least a used gym bag for that. Not a bag of chips. That's it for Sports for Dummies this week. I'm Mayor Croucher with Dan Huss and Tom Chardon. Rachel Minsky is our producer. For round the clock sports covers, check out SWNewsMedia.com. Thanks for listening.